with Sean Payton and D'Amico Ryans both choosing other teams to coach, there leaves not but one thing left to do. Trust Michael Bidwell implicitly. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, Locked On Cardinals. I'm Alex Clancy. I'm the host. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Please go like and subscribe the YouTube channel. Um, yeah. Growing it, I'd love to get to 3,000 followers by the start of training camp, by the start of the 2023 NFL season. Um, thank you for being along this ride with me. Uh, bumpy waters, murky water ahead. What does it mean? What do the Cardinals turn? If, if the Cardinals were to hire one of the Cincinnati Bengals coordinators, would you go offense or defense? Would you take Brian Callahan, the offensive coordinator? Lou Anarumo, the defensive coordinator. I'll talk about that. Plus, on the Pat McAfee show yesterday, A.Q. Shipley, former Arizona Cardinal A.Q. Shipley, was interviewed. Didn't have the best things to say about the Arizona Cardinals facility. What does that mean in the grand scheme of things? I'll talk about that in the final segment. First, thanks for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Today's episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your football franchise? Then this game is definitely for you. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the app stores. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code Locked On all caps in the game. So if you've been under a rock over the last two days, no harm, no foul if you have. That's what I'm here for. Sean Payton has been acquired by the Denver Broncos. For a 2023 first and a 2024 second. D'Amico Ryans has signed a six-year deal to become the next head coach of the Houston Texans. Texans, he's going home. Okay. Gut punch one, gut punch two, both of which happened. I I believe the news broke within within an hour of each other. And we knew, I knew, on, you know, in the back of my head, that D'Amico Ryans was the longer shot of the two. With Sean Payton, it was interesting. I was texting buddies both into the both into the industry and out of it. Like, what are the chances that Sean Payton was leveraging the Arizona Cardinals with that seven and a half hour stay to take another job? What are the chances that Michael Bidwell just couldn't get the job done? Like, what percentage of both made up the hundred of what actually happened? And it's super interesting because, like. Which let, let, let's let, let's put it this way: Which was more believable, Sean Payton leveraged the Arizona Cardinals, or Michael Bidwell and Monty Austin for didn't give him Payton enough ammo, enough you know just reasons to choose the Arizona Cardinals job? I think it's the former. I think the latter has something to do with it, but I think that. Sean Payton was just playing the field still. And he ended up going on a weekend date instead of, you know, a, you know, an hour date. Like he was just there for a lot longer. And 
I don't know if it had to do with Kyler Murray's injury and maybe he'd be out for a longer period of time than people thought initially once he tore his ACL. The, we don't even know if the rehab has started yet. He took a little while longer to do a pre-surgery thing and before actually having surgery. Like, we don't know. But what we do know is the Arizona Cardinals still don't have a head coach. And there's one thing that I wanted to take a few minutes to talk about in this segment. And it's one thing that you, I, and every other person, whether it be in the organization of the Arizona Cardinals, media members, or fans, all collectively have to do because there's no other option. Trust Michael Bidwell implicitly to make the right decision. Now, if you want to get your barf bags out, just in case, because who knows what could come up when talking about this. If you want to sit down, like if you're running right now, listening to the podcast, if you're, I don't know, making lunch or dinner while it's playing from a smart speaker or your, or your earbuds or something, and you just want to, you know, make yourself a little bit more stationary so there's no, you know, regurgitation potential. I'm going to say it again. The Arizona Cardinals at all, fans, everybody, need to trust Michael Bidwell implicitly to make the right decision. Sure, he's got a football guy again, Monty Austin for him, okay? Them two have been co-workers or, you know, boss, employee for 10 minutes. It's not like, like, you know, Steve Kime would have been much better at his job. He still would have had it. And he would have been, this would have been like, okay, who's the next coach? We've done this before, they've said to themselves. We just need to find the next great one. That is whoop, completely out of the possibility. Completely out of anything that's happening right now. Not only Steve Kime not being here, but them also not choosing the best head coaches. Maybe, you know, a save Bruce Arians for a handful of seasons. So this is uncharted waters in the most high-pressure situation that Michael Bidwell has been in as an owner. Because there's one thing that hangs in the balance here, one idea that hangs in the balance here. It's, there's a lot of talent on this roster. You can't waste the time that's here. You can't waste time. Time has already been wasted with last year. Time has already been wasted with the second half of the year before. Because in my humblest of opinions, the team was held hostage by a lesser than head coach and GM. So now, not only do they need to make the right choice for this year and the future, but also they need to accelerate what's been in idle the last year and a half. I'm going to say that again. Not only do the Cardinals need to make the right choice for the future, but they also are in a situation where they need, where they don't feel the need to accelerate the process of getting more wins than losses because they've been in idle for the last 22 games, 23 games. Severely underwhelming. Really don't know where their true north is. And now with the potential to change the landscape of the organization in its entirety, ushering in Arizona Cardinals 2.0 TM. I haven't trademarked it, but 
they need to make the right decision to validate why we're in the situation that we're in witnessing the Arizona Cardinals in pseudo shambles right now. Momentarily, temporarily, you hope. But to do that, Michael Bidwell needs to be trusted implicitly to make the right decision on who the next head coach of the Arizona Cardinals is. And that, in and of itself, is terrifying. There are two Cincinnati Bengals coordinators that are interviewing with the Arizona Cardinals this week. Offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. If I had my choice, which would I choose to be the next head coach of the Arizona Cardinals? I will talk about it next. Locked on Cardinals. First, though, this episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. Now, when you talk about this stuff, I get excited, okay? You've heard me talk about this mobile game app, and I can't tell you how much fun I've had competing against my fellow Locked On NFL host when the season, you know, was going on. Chris Carter of Locked On Steelers was our Locked On NFL champion. Ho-hum, Chris Carter. Well, now it's your turn to compete, but more on that later. You ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your football franchise? Well, your dreams can come true, and this game is definitely for you. You'll manage every strategic aspect of your team, play through seasons, and lead your team to glory trying to build a dynasty. With Ultimate Football GM, you're responsible for controlling the destiny of your franchise, hiring the right coaches and coordinators, trading players, navigating your franchise through free agency and the draft, and all the ups and downs of a season. And all this is in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Football GM is completely free and playable offline on the go as you want and when you want to. We've created a lockdown league for you to compete against lockdown fans all over the world. Uh, can you be the ultimate locked on football GM? Choose locked on league and the app to join. Can you create a football dynasty? Locked on Cardinals listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code locked on in all caps in the game store. That's locked on in all caps. So make sure to check it out today. To download the game, just visit ultimate gm.com or look it up on the app store. That's ultimate gm.com. Ultimate football GM. Start your dynasty today. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Leave your comments. I love reading them. Send me a DM on Twitter, okay? I want to make this an all-encompassing conversation between you and me. Debate, agree, indifferent, all of it. I want it all. Money, fast cars, diamond rings, cold chains. I mean, I'm not going to rap. I'm not going to rap. I won't do it. Um, Two... Cincinnati Bengals coordinators are interviewing with the Arizona Cardinals this week. Lou Anarumo, defensive coordinator, and Brian Callahan, offensive coordinator. If I were to choose one of the two, and this is part of the larger conversation of offensive-minded head coach or defensive-minded head coach, I've given the pros and cons, and with one of each off the board and D'Amico Ryans and Sean Payton, it doesn't really change the conversation. Should it be an offensive-minded head coach? Should it be a defensive-minded head coach? I've said and will continue to say that I think a defensive-minded head coach is the right way to go. Bringing in a veteran uh, OC with a new defensive-minded head coach, I think, is the best way to go about it. So you have the offensive coordinator whose focus is Kyler Murray in this offense, and that's it. I feel like with a first-time head coach that calling plays, coaching the team, and you know, focusing on an offense that's been fractured 
over the last 18 months or so, year and a half, is too much. It's too much for a head coach to do in their first time. It's too much. Now, if you would have said Frank Reich was hired as head coach, I could have stomached it because he's done it before. He's a seasoned, chiseled vet, and you know he might have been able to pull it off. But I feel like with a first-time head coach especially, all they should be doing is coaching the team, not calling plays. So Lou Anarumo, defensive head coach, or, you know, defensive coordinator, Brian Callahan, offensive coordinator. Who would I choose to be the best option if they were both, like if they both checked all the boxes, if they checked all the boxes that, um, that Steve, that uh, Michael Bidwell, you know, was like, you know what? Boom, boom, boom. Um, who would, it, who would I choose? And I think it, I don't think it's close. And there's a couple reasons why one first it's, you got you guessed it, Lou Anarumo. Okay, defensive defensive head coach. Yes, the Bengals defense has gotten better and better and better. Okay, and they were a strength this year. They were the offense was a plus, and the defense was a B plus. That's why they made the AFC Championship game and were you know a game away from making the Super Bowl. Um, Brian Callahan, and this is not taking away anything from him because. Coordinators are usually better when they have better players. Spoiler alert. For the rest of time, coaches are usually better when they have better players. But when you look at Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and Joe Mixon, Samaje Pirine, um, Hayden Hurst, like that is not just a stacked lineup. That is a Madden on easy offense. Their offensive line, yes, has had issues. Multiple issues, even in the AFC Championship game. But I feel like the coordinator who performed best was Lou Anaruma because he had less to work with. Sure, Jesse Bates, they've had guys. They have guys. But I feel like when you can elevate a defense, that shows takes more coaching, wherewithal, acumen, intelligence, then seeing who the Bengals have on offense and just saying, go ahead, guys. Go ahead, Joey B. Go do your stuff. Now, there is one other main reason why I would choose Lou Anarumo over Brian Callahan. Joe Burrow and Kyler Murray could not have more different playing styles at all. Not even close. And that's something that if Michael Bidwell's like, oh, they put up a lot of points. Oh, he coached Joe Burrow. Oh, he elevated Joe Burrow. Easy, cut and paste, one or the other. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. It's just not, it's not it. That's not it. So with those two reasons, I think Luana Rumo's just done a better coaching job because he's had... Good talent, above average talent, but not all world talent like the Bengals have an offense this year. It's not to take away, again, anything from Brian Callahan whatsoever. And I don't cover the Bengals. You can check out James Rapine and Jake Lisko if you want more information on both of these guys. I'm hoping to get one or both of them on to talk about both of these candidates and ask them how asinine I sound or not with this segment specifically. But if I had to choose defensive coordinator or offensive coordinator of the Bengals, 
I'm choosing the defensive coordinator, not only because he had to elevate talent a little bit more than what Brian Callahan did, but also Joe Burrow and Kyler Murray running the same offense is just, I don't see it translating as well as others may. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. Pat McAfee show uh, yesterday. AQ Shipley was on, former Arizona Cardinal. They didn't have a whole lot of great things to say about the facility. Did it take part in Sean Payton and maybe others not wanting to come play here over the years? And Sean Payton maybe not wanting to coach here. Uh, it's it's interesting to discuss. And I'll you know what? I'll give it. I'll give it five or seven minutes. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. That's next. Um, so we've got our new betting partner, FanDuel, okay? This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by FanDuel, okay? They're the number one sportsbook in America. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. The FanDuel Sports app is safe, secure, super easy to use. You download the FanDuel now so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with the no sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to who will score a touchdown. Best of all, you get paid your winnings instantly. Okay, so join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. And I've got a soft spot for this next sponsor. Been around for a long time with us. And I absolutely love the product. Built Bar. Built Bar is not only the best tasting protein bar on the planet, but also sometimes mentioned as the healthiest candy bar on the planet. If you're looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories, then you got to try a Bilt Bar, okay? We're through the holidays. Now a month gone into 2023, okay? If you still have got a little cheese in, in, in the belly, if you still got a little extra poundage, a little pound, you know, the, the holiday 15, as it were, Bilt Bar is a great substitute for all the sweets that you ate during the holidays, okay? It's healthy and tasty. They're so delicious, you won't think that they're good for you. Uh, they're covered in 100% real chocolate, so that's a thing. They come in unbelievable flavors, like churro, peanut butter, brownie, and coconut almond. And I'm not sure how Bill does it. These macros are out of control. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 17 grams of protein. And now you don't have to wait to get your box. You know we've always been talking about go to built.com, go to built.com and order your box. It'll get to you in a couple days. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Go into Walmart, go to the pharmacy section, grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four box, a four bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate or coconut puffs. If you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13 bar box with our hit flavors, brownie, batter, and churro. You can thank me later. Locked on Cardinals, Alex Clancy here. Please go like, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, tell your friends. Let's blow this up, proverbially. Pat McAfee on his show yesterday. I had AQ Shipley, former Arizona Cardinal, when AQ's played around the league. Um, they were talking about the facility, how it hasn't been great, how it's not great, and how hard knocks in season 
really showed the multi-purposes that different rooms in the facility, in, you know, different facilities were utilized for. And, you know, they asked this on the show. Pat McAfee's great. Um, they I, talked about it on the show, like, is this a deterrent for free agents? Is it a deterrent for Sean Payton? Didn't want to coach here with, with these facilities that are somewhat antiquated. Uh, they always, you know, they paid homage to the story that, you know, years ago, um, football players would have to pay for food in the facility and it would be get taken out of their paycheck and things like that. There were, you know, there were reports about that. Is this part of the stigma and stench surrounding the Arizona Cardinals? That's really the thing. And with this Arizona Cardinals 2.0 that hopefully Michael Bidwell and all of his employees are going to be embarking on soon, these are things that are going to take time to smooth out. It's going to be clunky. I've talked about this a lot. The roster, moves are going to be made. They're going to be like, damn, that sucks. Well, they're just undoing a bunch of things that maybe shouldn't have been done in the way that they were done initially. And maybe facilities and building new facilities and tweaking the ones that are currently erected. Like, the Arizona Cardinals need to get into the 21st century collectively. Bargaining tactics, facilities, how they pay players, how they take care of their players, everything like that. The Arizona Cardinals need a full-on makeover. And just seeing that from the Pat McAfee show, what is it, the second most popular podcast behind Joe Rogan on the planet? I don't know. I, I read that somewhere. It's popular. Are just casting shade at the Arizona Cardinals organization. These are things that Michael Biddle is going to need to lead the charge in and just eradicating... All of these past just mistakes that he's made, that his family's made. Things need to shift. Things need to get better. Things need to get better now. And that's just another salt in the wound of what's happened over the last 18 months with this organization. It needs to change. It's coming to a fever pitch. And if it doesn't change soon, we're going to be having even more uncomfortable conversations that we've been having since 2017. It's time. Make some changes. Make this a player-friendly organization and not just hire a pushover coach who the players like. Tear this down and build it back up properly if you want to win in the future, Michael Bidwell. Locked on Cardinals. I'll talk to you tomorrow.